Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden. It is Saturday, November 27, 2021. It's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of the year, college football Saturday, and it's my favorite Saturday of the year. It is rivalry week in college football. These are the ones that make us fans of the game. These are the ones that separate the fans from the bandwagon jumpers and the everything else. These are the ones where, you know, we live and die these games. You know, these are the ones where you kind of live it all, leave it all on the table. You know, for my Hurricanes, we already had our game, you know, our Florida State game. We lost, and it's like it's going to be a tough year for us. But, um, you know, for a lot of these other teams, this is pretty much their season. Um, I always say, you know, for me, it's I, – I, I take one in 11 – as long as the one win is against the right team, you know, I, I'll take <laughs> I it any it. day of the week. And I think our whole yeah. fan base would. It's like, if you, as long as our one win is Florida state, we'll take it. It's like, or if we, it's a year we play Notre Dame, if we, if it's Notre Dame, we'll take it. You know, it's like, that's yeah. pretty much the way that it works. So, uh, anyways, it's going to be a great day of football, Mitch. I hope you're ready. Got a nice jerk. I've got some great guests on today. I can't wait to hear what everyone has to think on these games. So you still got leftover turkey you're going to enjoy watching them? Um, yeah, I still got leftover turkey. We got everything. We have turkey and all the trimmings still uh, left nice. over after, after yesterday. The full plate seconds again. So that's what happens when you have the two-person uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Absolutely. Any pie left, though? Oh, That's yeah. the question. Yeah, there's still pie okay. left, too. We got the full-size pie, two people. <laughs> so. I would have bet that would have been the first thing to go. Yeah. Let's do it. Anyway. Mitch, which game are you most excited for today? Which rivalry? I think yeah, I, I like them. I like them all. I mean, like I said, my team's not in any of these yeah. ri big rivalry games, so it makes it um, a little bit more difficult for us, but... The, uh, the um, I, you know, I, I think the Ohio State-Michigan, you know, I think everyone's looking forward to that one. Auburn-Alabama, always. I like Purdue again, and, uh, and Indiana. I, like the, I love the last minutes of, of the Purdue-Indiana and Minnesota-Wisconsin. Two of the best, like, moments in all of college sports as they count down the clock there. The score could be 55 to nothing, or it could be, you know, 55 54 or 13 you know 12 or 13 10 and you know you see the players lined up like they're ready to just do a sprint and as the clock hits zero and they take off and you know they grab the axe and you know just start going crazy it's the it's just awesome you know that it's like yeah that these same traditions have been going on for a hundred years you know guys a hundred years ago that are long since dead you know hoisted the bucket and you know swung the axe and did all these you know, really cool things. And, you know, it's, it's what makes college football a different game, you know, is that these guys really care, you know, it's like, they really, really care. It's like a lot of these kids, they grew up that this was the game they wanted to play in. They wanted to play in the Ohio state Michigan game. Today's their day. You know, yeah. this is what they've built their entire life. You know, every bit of training, every meal they've eaten, everything has pointed to this game today. And it's like, it's what makes it different than the NFL. It makes it different than any other sport. And um, it is, uh, it is exciting. I'm, I'm way excited about it. 
over the top because, like I said, it's my favorite day of the week during my favorite time of year, and this is my favorite day of my favorite. You know, this is this is this is the holy grail. This is, you know, I, we're gonna bring in Damien Sash, and I think he is also like on the same level of college football yeah. fan that I am. You know, where we're just like over the top about it, and he, he understands it. You know, it's like I think either you get it or you don't. You know, and it's like. Damien, welcome. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, college football is just the absolute best. And, and like you said, you either get it or you don't. When every game is basically your season, we touched touched on it last week, you know, it's just awesome. Like you mentioned, all the little nuances, the traditions. Like Notre Dame's playing Stanford today for the Legends Trophy, you know. <laughs> it's not as popular as, you know, like the Axe, like you mentioned, and, and all the other ones. But, you know, every little game probably has some little type of tidbit in there. The history behind it is just it's the best. It simply is the best. Yeah, it's it's just like these guys really care. And it's like you see the big upsets. You see them, you know, it's not just to, oh, to play spoiler or anything like that. These are the games, you know. These are the days where coaches get fired over these games. You know, these are the games where coaches extend their, extend their careers, you know, just off of these games. It's like I know at Miami, Manny Diaz has not had the best run. But he had beaten Florida State up until this year. He lost to Florida State. He's gone. I mean, it's like, you're fired. There's no, like, oh, well, you know, they played a good year and they had this, you know, this guy got hurt and whatever. It's like, no. It's like, you're gone. And I think, you know, Notre Dame, as big as that game is for them, I, I could see this game um, for Notre Dame. This is a mini playoff for them, too, because they will have an argument. You know, if Alabama right. loses to Georgia, they will have an argument to get in, no doubt about it. Right. Definitely. I, I it's um it, it's a great slew of games and um like you said, they're gonna uh have an argument to get in. Hopefully, um I'd really hate to see a, a two loss Alabama team get in there. Um so as a Notre Dame fan, I, I gotta hope Georgia whoops them, you know, um or else the top four might already be set. I don't think so. Um, There's never been a two-loss team taken over a one-loss team in uh, this. Right. And I think when you look at the body of work, you know, for Notre Dame, and, you know, I'm about as far away from a Notre Dame fan as you can get. When you look at the body of work, the resume is there. They have the same wins that, that you know, Ohio, they have the same record, they have the same wins, and they have a better loss than Ohio State does. Right. So they have, you know, they have the win over Wisconsin, you know, they have and it wasn't a close game and it wasn't like, oh, they squeaked by and oh, it was a great game. If they played again, you know, it could go the other way. No, they beat the crap out of them. I mean, they beat the, if it would have gone on another half hour, if there would have been another half to play, it would have just been another 60 points They because they had figured it out. Right. And they were just they yeah. pulled the top off and they were just it was just basically score as many points as you feel like scoring. And too. that was with the kid that they, they brought in. That was basically their third string quarterback, Drew Pine, yeah. um, that had done the damage to them. Uh, yeah, he's a good player, definitely. But, you know, he was uh, he got Cone Buckner was hurt that game and, and Pine came in and, and played great. You know, they were handled at home by Cincinnati and, you know, it's tough. It's tough to say, but you look at the rankings and you look at the quality of opponent there. You have to say that Cincinnati is ranked, you know, two, three in the country, depending on, on, on what you're listening to. So that would be considered a, an acceptable loss while you right. know, Oregon is now a two time loser, right? Losing to one unranked team that doesn't even have a winning record. And then, you know, and this is who Ohio State got trounced by. 
I mean, it was it was a, it was a seven point game in the end, but it was never close. You know, it was right. not it was not it was a one sided game all the way. I mean, they had no answers, and it right. was home too. But what do you got for us today going on? Yeah. Well, today, you know, uh, we touched on Notre Dame. As you know, I'm a big Notre Dame fan, and this is not a homer play, but I really like Notre Dame here to cover the spread against Stanford. Um, it's hard to believe that uh, Stanford actually beat Oregon uh, way back there in October. Uh, I think it was October 2nd, I believe. Since then, man, they, they've really just gone downhill. Uh, Notre Dame's coming in this game 10-1, and one, Stanford just 3-8. and eight. Uh, As I mentioned, two teams going in totally opposite directions here. Um, Stanford has lost their last six games in a row, all the Pac-12 opponents, by an average score of 35-14. to 14. Uh, Meanwhile, Notre Dame's beaten their last three opponents by a combined score of 117-9. to nine. Um, You know, out of 100 FBS teams, Stanford is in the bottom 25 of just about every important statistical category. And and we're talking rushing offense, total offense, scoring offense, rushing defense, total defense. I mean, they're just bad. Um, You know, the Irish, they totally controlled last week's game against Georgia Tech. I fully expect them to do the same today. Um, I know it's a big number, and I know it's a heavy uh, public favorite, um, but I like Notre Dame to to cover that um, right now 20-and-a-half-point spread. Uh, It might climb by the time kickoff comes around, but I like them to cover that big number. Joe, it's been a regression for Stanford since that Oregon win. What do you think? Yeah, I'm completely with uh, Damien on this one. I think Notre Dame comes out and just flattens them on this. I think the defense is going to be the difference. You know, we have um, Notre Dame's offense averaging 34 points per game versus a Stanford team that's 24 points per game. But the defense really is the difference here. Uh, Notre Dame's defense has not allowed a touchdown in the last three games, held teams to an average of 18 points per game. And uh, Stanford is 31 points per game. I don't think uh, they're going to be able to do very much today against Notre Dame. Got to love Joe's pronunciation there. It makes it sound a lot less like a whorehouse. But, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, it. the thing is, it is. <laughs> but uh, besides that, um, you know, it's just, you know, in my, 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 my own, uh, what do you call it? My uh, objective opinion. <laughs> but uh, anyways, uh, I, I think Notre Dame here all the way as well. At Stanford's just been in a pure regression mode. You know, as, as good a teams as he's had there at Stanford, um, David Shaw, this is really, you know, I, I got to think that maybe he's on the hot seat here for, for this team. His quarterback play has been terrible. Um, it was supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks in the nation. And um, this guy has not come through for them. And, you know, Stanford, this has always been one of those teams that gets it right academically and gets it right on, on, on and athletically. I mean, look at all the great players that have come through here in every sport. Um, you know, Tiger Woods went to Stanford, right, for, for a year, you know. And, uh, you know, but uh, not this year, you know. They don't have any, this guy's not Andrew Luck, and this is not. Uh, they don't have McCaffrey or any of those guys either. So this just doesn't look like a team that has it. And Brian Kelly, we we know that historically he's not a guy that takes his foot off the gas. He's not one of these. He you don't see him play the position game for the late field goal, right? He's not that guy. He's he throws deep over the top. That's his game, and he's going to always ride it out. And I I've always liked him for that reason. You know, I hate the coaches that play that. Like, oh, let's run the clock, make them burn their timeouts, and so we can miss a field goal. You know, he doesn't do that. 
Yeah, th- this is also going to be Notre Dame's last time to impress the playoff committee. They don't have a conference championship game um, or any of that. So this is going to be the last time that people get to see them play. It's on primetime, um, 8 o'clock game, 8 o'clock kickoff. It's on primetime. It's going to be the last time that they get to see them play before. So, you know, everybody else is going to play another game. Um, it's going to be a few weeks, and, and they got to make an imprint. They got to be like, hey, you know, um, look at what they did. So this is the last chance, and, and they got to come out, and they got to they got to crush them. It, it can't be close. You know, a twenty point win won't be acceptable. They need to absolutely hammer them. Unfortunately for Notre, unfortunately for Notre Dame, you know, the thing is, is that most people are looking at that Cincinnati game, which is a very public loss, and not looking at that Wisconsin game, which I mean, they just absolutely crushed them. So yeah. you know, I think that's part of the problem that they have. They don't, they look at their close wins. They don't look at the Ohio State Tulsa game, you know, because the media has <laughs> has buried these things, you know. Right. I mean, Ohio State looked terrible against Tulsa. Yeah. What do you got for sale today at Pick Dogs? Well, today, um, actually, Notre Dame is one of my premium plays. I don't have it for sale yet. I'm going to put it for sale after the show because I wanted anybody to get the opportunity here to watch. That watches the show. You know, you get one of my free uh, – you get a free premium play for me today. So that's one of my premium plays. I've got uh, a college football three-pack for sale. Um, Notre Dame is not included in that three-pack. So if you get that three-pack, you get my other three top college football plays. And I have a college hoops play out there today. We're doing pretty well in college hoops. I had a little bit of a uh, – uh, Step back yesterday, but we're going to bounce back today. I've got one play that I really like in college hoops. That's going to be a winner for you guys today. So, you know, jump on board, uh, three, seven, 30 day pass, you know, like you mentioned, um, championship week next week and, uh, just a whole bunch of great stuff going on right now, guys. So head on over there. A lot of great cappers on the site. Check me out, check everybody out and, uh, do yourself a favor, pick up a plan and make some money. Yeah. We've got bowl bowl season on the way as well. So, uh, always a great Mm -hmm. time to grab the long term. But thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week for Championship right. Saturday. And uh, All right, guys. Thank you, and, and uh, have a good weekend here. Make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck. Enjoy these games. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Damien, one of many cappers that will be with us today and tomorrow, our weekend shows, we feature um, you know, whatever cappers that are on the site that want to come on. Um, we don't really have any restrictions on it too much. And, um, you know, the thing is, is uh, we're going to have two new cappers, one will come from uh, Instagram. One will come from Twitter. I know I've got. I've already heard the. Well, I don't do social media or whatever. Well, you're not going to be on our website then. You know. <laughs> so I yeah. mean, I don't really know what more we can do. You know. It's like, but I'm great picker. I'm the person you want. Well, not if you're not on Twitter and Instagram. You're not. You're yeah. not our person then. You can't. If you're not willing to do that, then it's unlikely you're going to be able to work with me. <laughs> so you know, it's it's. I mean, that's really not. I don't think that's really asking too much no absolutely it's not asking too much mitch but i'm excited we've got tons of people entering the contest more numbers will be coming out for instagram today i'm gonna have to uh check if the lists are updated but i'm pretty sure we'll have some more numbers um for you guys on twitter as well i'm really excited about it and i I love doing these shows and having people on so those that wonder what we'll be doing with the show you know as college football starts to wind down we'll just move on to multi-sport but we're going to keep this format on saturdays and sundays um, going forward for the foreseeable future. Um, we have changes on our weekday shows, and um, you know we'll talk about those at some other point. But um, we're going to sp- split the gang out. I'm going to do my own show in the morning. going to be a quick kind of interaction show like I used to do with you guys, mostly just you know answering your questions, giving out picks and you know, updates, and then 
Joe and Brian are going to do a show. So um, we'll have other shows too. We have a soccer show coming. If you guys haven't checked out our new soccer videos that we started, um, I did, I hosted for one set. Ruffalo hosted for one set. I hosted for one set. Joe's going to host some of them. And um, eventually it'll just be Ashley and and Goran. And they're fantastic because they're, the nice thing about them is, is that they're like, semi-polite to one another but they really don't agree on much so it's like it's one of those you know it's a good thing and they're both pretty strong opinionated it's kind of like the backhanded compliment you know oh i love it i can't wait yeah they're they're really good and i think over time they're only going to get better i'm i never have um we've never we've always covered soccer football however you want to call it um but we've never really gone in with both feet. And so only sport we've yeah. never really done everything else. We go over the top with, and it's like, so I think it's just time, you know, and I think we have the right people to do it. So I'm excited about it, but we have, um, Shane Mickle would be our next guest here. I just got to find his little name tag, which is, I have everything in order this week. So I, ha- I, that was one of my homework assignments was to put all of everybody's names so I could find them. Cause every week I'm fumbling around here. It took me 12 weeks, but uh, I fumbled around. I found it. Shane's got his Kansas shirt on. Um, losers yesterday against Dayton. And well, it hasn't been the best football season for you for the Jayhawk fans. But it, it has. You wear that on ax day. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm probably making a mistake here, but. The gopher shirt is in the laundry, so uh, we get Kansas today. All right. Rock Chalk, Jayhawk. What do you have cooking for That's us? That's right. Um, tonight we, today we got a, a play actually on an, ACC, or an SEC game, uh, this Vanderbilt-Tennessee game. You know, not one of the marquee matchups on the site or, you know, for college football Saturday. Um, I still think there's some value here with Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt played Ole Miss. Um, tough last week. Um, they really look like they have something here with this uh, Mike White uh, under center. He played well. And then also the defense really stepped up in the second half. And that uh, that really gave me some uh, – that really uh, uh, really gives me some confidence heading in this week that they can slow down the fast pace of uh, Tennessee, who you know likes to play the same uh, same pace as Ole Miss. And I'm not a, like a super huge trends guy, um, but all the trends in this game uh, stick to Vanderbilt. Um, the Commodores are set or four and one in their last five games overall. And then if you look at uh, head to head, the Commodores are six and two in their last eight meetings in Tennessee. And they're four and one in the last five meetings overall against Tennessee. Um, you know, I still think they lose by 20, 25 points, but this uh, 31 is way too much. I'm going to take Vanderbilt getting the points. Joe. I hate this spread. It's so many points, but I can't get behind Vanderbilt. I think they get absolutely destroyed today. I know their defense stepped up in that last game, but their defense is terrible. I I can't get behind them. I think Tennessee dominates on all sides of this ball and just runs away with this one in a big fashion. I don't even know if Vanderbilt will get um, over 10 points on the board today. Yep. Vandy is terrible. We lost. Did we lose Shane? No, we got him there. It's just on the preview. See uh, Al there, weird. Okay, it's on the preview screen. So so strange. Yeah, Vandy Vandy sucks. I mean, they're terrible in Tennessee. They they love to run the score up on teams. I don't know. Vandy has played Tennessee though very very tough over the years. Um, oh, it's just such a tough one. I might have to roofalo this thing. 
I think one other key for Tennessee is their, you know, their their top running back also just transferred out this week or put his name in the transfer portal. So that's a big loss to this offense. They it seems that that happens every year at Tennessee. The the balls I th- I think they made some steps forward this year. Vandy's been so bad. They're so bad. They lost to Stanford too. It's like, you know, we just talked about how bad Stanford was with Damian. They lost to them. <laughs> I think one of my yeah. biggest memories from this college football season was that first play in the Vandy Georgia game where they Vandy handed off to the running back and the Georgia defensive line was standing right there, six yards oh, in the it. backfield. I don't know. It's maybe, maybe uh, I don't think Tennessee has anything like that in store for them, but oh man, Tennessee, it just seems that it's either they win big or they don't win at all. Yeah. So maybe Vandy money line Tennessee spread. Yeah, that would that would be a, a nice payout if uh, that somehow hit. But yeah, that would that would be asking a, a, a real lot. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, it it could happen. I mean, today's the day, you know, for these type of games. For sure. Well, what do you got for sale at Pick Dogs? Uh, I got a couple different packages. Um, I really love this. Uh, I got my college football game of the month. Uh, the Michigan. Ohio State game. I've got that individually or in a five pack. Uh, the five pack is thirty four ninety five. Or I also have a five pack that's uh, three college football, two NBA includes that big uh, Michigan Ohio State winner. Or if you're looking for some college basketball, uh, don't forget about college basketball. Um, even though you know it's a big college football slate, there's still some good college basketball on the board. I got a three pack of that. Um, or you can get on something long term. Uh, get all my plays for today that are up there. Yeah, we're big. We're big on the college hoops too. We, we certainly uh, don't shy away from it. Yeah, Maybe it's not. It. You know, go ahead. It's not as strong a slate as it was, you know, the last couple of days. But there's still, you know, some some good games uh, on the slate. Well, when you have Gonzaga, Duke, Gonzaga, UCLA, Baylor, Michigan State, you know, Auburn, Syracuse, Auburn, UConn, it's tough to match up to that, you know, every single day, especially non-conference play. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to thin out a little bit, and then we'll get into conference play, you know, right after right after the holidays, after Christmas. So, um, you know, plenty of college hoops left. And, of course, we'll be here to cover it all the way through March Madness as we do every single year. So I'm excited for it. But um, thanks for joining us, Shane, and uh, good luck today. Sounds good. See you guys tomorrow. Best luck, Shane. Jay Mickle. So, uh, how many entries do we have in our Become a Capper contest, Joe? Do you think? Um, we've hit over the hundred mark on both both sites. I think. Really? Um, yeah, I would guess off the top of my head, we probably have about two hundred and fifty people. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I have not been keeping track. I have been just buried, and um, I've had my head in the sand. Joe and Rod have kind of been running the whole thing, so. I'm excited to see it, and I'm, I'm always, I last year I was really surprised at how well everybody did because I know a lot of people talk a big game, you know, but I was surprised about how well everybody did. This year will be in, this year is going to be interesting. I think um, any any idea like how many units you think up how many units is going to win it? I'm going to say that up seventeen hundred units is going to take. Okay. That's what I yeah, think. probably right around there. That would be. Um... A good benchmark. I think I'm sure that, it will hit. I think that would be a pretty pretty solid month, and it's going to be. It's a yeah. great month to do it because you know by this time next Saturday, 
we'll already be a few days into the contest and people will be, uh, you know, putting their bets in for championship Saturday, getting ready for NFL Sunday, Thursday night football will have already passed and, you know, the contest will be underway. So if you were, uh, if you were, um, if, if you're considering entering, the time to enter is now, not at the last yeah. second, you know, because it's like, if you enter at the last second, I haven't put it in the rules yet, but basically for you can enter late up to five days late, but every day that you're late entering, you're minus a hundred for each day. Isn't that what we decided? So it's like, you'll be 500 yeah. units down. And if you're more than 2000 units out of the lead, then you're automatically eliminated from the contest. So you know, you start, you could start, the leader could already be up, you know, 500, 600 units. You could already be almost halfway, you know, out the door. Absolutely. Just because, just because you didn't enter, you know, today. Yeah. Which yeah, got a couple more days left here so that you're not getting penalized. So I, I've been saying it that's in the right videos, away. you know, and that's really, you know, I don't have as much time to say it, but that's what I mean. It's like, don't wait till the last second because I mean, I'll tell you, you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to deal with Rod trying to push him to get your entry in at the last second. <laughs> have, have fun. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, because Rod is updating those spreadsheets, guys, and I mean, once I, those spreadsheets are updated, I'm putting those posts. So I, t- I talk to um, the guy after Steak Friday; he can be in a bad mood sometimes. I can only <laughs> imagine he's going to be on opening contest day. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let Brian uh, act as a go-between on that day for us. But uh, <laughs> good plan. Got um, see, Al McMorty is here. Usually, like to bring him on. Let's see what we got. And action. Morning, Al. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing? Hopefully, uh, hopefully my Wolverines will win today. No. <laughs> <laughs> you see my jersey? <laughs> I I don't. I've i I you know I got, I've got I've got the odd screen. I got my Buckeyes jersey on. This, this, this could be one of the best chances that they've had because I just think their defense is so much better than Ohio State's. But um, we'll have to see how it plays out on the field. But um, I do believe that this might be their best chance that they've that they have. And I think if Jim Harbaugh can't win today, he's never going to beat them. <laughs> That's probably probably true. It's probably so, true. I think I think Ohio State's one of the more over. It's we've seen overrated Ohio State teams throughout the years, and this one ranks with with right up there with those overrated ones. With the one that to me the most overrated Ohio State team was well, there's been two of them: the Craig Krenzel team that lost to Kansas State um, in I believe it was the Cotton Bowl. It might have been the Alamo Bowl or one of those bowls where um, Darren Sproles ran for about 700 yards on them. And then they had the other overrated team that played in the playoff and lost to Clemson twenty three to nothing. But um, no. I think this team is about in that category. I think they have some good wide receivers, and that's about it. Well, we shall see. But uh, I want to talk about one under the radar game first. Uh, Arkansas State is hosting Texas State. It goes at 2 p.m. Eastern today. And I'm going to look at the over-under here. The Red Wolves have played the last six under the total. 
uh, for their part, the Bobcats have played four out of the last five under the total, and then four out of the last five in this series have gone under the total. So I guess you guys probably know what's coming. I'm going to take this over the total. It's a contrarian play. And when you take a look at how uh, college football teams do when they've played six or more in a row under the total, they've gone over the total uh, 59 out of 99, so about 60%. So I like the over. The number opened at 61. It's ticked up a little bit to 62. Uh, I think the value is on the over. Joe, Arkansas State and Texas State, the Red Wolves. Butch Jones uh, doesn't look like the guy who was coaching at Cincinnati, but you know they've had their moments this year. They did beat Monroe. Yeah, absolutely. And this is going to be such... Such a battle today. I really do think this is going to be a high-scoring game along with Al as well. And I think it's going to come down to last possession. So I think the best way to take this definitely is taking that over. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on it. I, I, I'm not I, – yeah. it's not necessarily a play on the offense. It's more of a play on, on the defenses here. They're just so bad. Arkansas State's just a sieve. Um, I'm with you. I don't, I, it's, not, it's certainly not a game that was on my radar, but – I, I can see where you're going with it. I don't think it's on anyone's radar. Uh, it's, it's kind of it's it's a, today's an odd day because there are a few games in in that twelve o'clock Eastern time start, but they really are dwarfed by that Michigan Ohio State game. It's not like they have another big game against it. You know, the biggest game against it is probably the Baylor Texas Tech game. Well, I guess it depends on where you live, where where you went to school, right. but. So the, the second game I wanted to take a look at, um, I'm going to take a look at a side in the Notre Dame-Stanford matchup. And here you've got two teams going in completely opposite directions. Notre Dame has won and covered its last six in a row. Meanwhile, the Stanford Cardinal have lost and failed to cover their last six in a row. And then Notre Dame's defense, of course, has given up zero, three, and six points in each of the last three games. So you know, you've got one team extremely hot, the other team extremely cold. Notre Dame, of course, needs to win to try to, you know, stay in the hunt for the uh, playoffs. The line opened 17. It's up to 20 and a half already. So all the money's flying on Notre Dame. I like Stanford in this ball game for similar reasons to what we just talked about with the over-unders. You know, when you get in college football, when you get a team that's covered five in a row or more against another team that's failed to cover five in a row or more, not surprisingly, going back, I think, to 1999. Uh, it's a very, very small sample size, but still 16 out of the 22 times the ice cold team has covered uh, the spread. The last time it happened was 2019. I don't know if you remember the game, Mitch. It was Northwestern versus Illinois. Um, in that game, uh, I think I think Illinois had one and covered six in a row. Uh or at least cover six in a row. Northwestern had lost uh, six in a row, and then Northwestern upset them 29 to 10. Did they play so that I, at Wrigley? I, I think, was that at Wrigley Field they played that game? Might I have been. I think so. And they had to, every play had to go in the same direction because, like, the end zone was too short on one side. So they had to, every time they had the ball, they had to switch everybody around and, and go the other way. I'm pretty, I might have, that might have been that game. That might have been that game. The odd thing was, you know, when they when they when they removed the grass from Wrigley Field and when they changed out the turf, they found an old goalpost from like way back when the Bears played. Like that was stuck in the ground. It's like, man, could have really hurt somebody. 
But anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna take the ice cold team here um, and go with Stanford and go completely against the grain. Joe, I'm on Notre Dame here. How about you? Yeah, I am too. I really just think the defense is gonna be the difference here. I'm worried about Stanford even being able to score. Um, another thing I was just trying to look up, if anyone knows it off the top of the head, uh, Notre Dame's team total, because I think that is probably another safe way to take this one. Um, I don't like the over 52 and a half just because I, I really do not know what Stanford's going to do, how they're going to come out, um, and if they can even score on this Notre Dame team. So um, I'd be looking at the Notre Dame team total too. Um I just can't find it off the top of my head. What time slot is that in again? Eight o'clock. That's 8 p.m. Eastern. My book is terrible listing stuff. It doesn't give me the times they start. Eight Eastern, but uh, it definitely sounds, Notre Dame definitely sounds less like a whorehouse when Joe says it, but I just think that. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame. Yes. <laughs> it's, it sounds a little, little less, little less sleazy than, than we know it to be. Um, I can remember my grandma uh, saying Notre Dame all the time, talking about her travels. So. Yeah. I also, I also took a look at how teams do when they've held their last three opponents to six points or less as Notre Dame has done. And, you know, it's, it's soft, but those teams have gone 28 and uh, 36 ATS. So, you know, uh, underwater teams playing great defense three games in a row. I just, I, I don't, I just have no faith in the Stanford team. I, believe me, I would love to see him come in here and smack him. But when you lose 41 to 11 to Cal in, in your big rivalry game, it's just bad. And, you know, 35-14 Oregon State, 52-7 to Utah. Yeah. You lose to Washington, yeah. Washington State, Arizona State. The last time you were competitive, you beat Oregon, lost to UCLA. Oh, man. Beat Vandy. I, I had them in that game. Against Vandy. <laughs> I had Vanderbilt. <laughs> <laughs> so way too much juice on the Notre Dame uh, team total over. Over 34 and a half is minus 172. So. I like it. <laughs> I, I would go too higher. Too much juice for I me. I like over 40. <laughs> I think they run yeah. it up. I, you can adjust that line. Well, they have to. I mean, they need they it to, to get into the playoff. Any yeah. shot, you know, they need to dress it up. But, I mean, need it and do it and all that other stuff. Brian Kelly's not a take-the-foot-off-the-gas guy. He's not a sportsmanship coach. He's just not. I hate the coaches that play the field position in a timeout to try and set up that losing field goal that the guy misses. I just hate that. It's like, those are the, you never see the great coaches do that. You only see the guys that get fired do that. You never see, like, you know, Nick Saban setting up for the game-winning field goal, like looking for field position, have his quarterback dance around and take a knee. They're always going to punch it in, you know. I mean, he's never in that, he's rarely in that position, but I mean, even that, that national championship game against Georgia threw it deep into the corner of the end zone answer so today over at pick dogs guys i've got 16 selections yesterday i was seven and four on 11 plays today we've got 16 i've got one in hockey two in the nba including my nba game of the month for november i've got six in college basketball yesterday i swept the board in college basketball going four and oh and then i've got seven in college football yesterday i was two and one the featured play today, I've got my Big Ten uh, Conference Game of the Year. 
And I also have my Pac-12 conference game of the week. So it's a decent day uh, all around on this Saturday. Michael Santoro says he doesn't believe that Brian Kelly is a, is a run-it-up guy. I guess you didn't see the Navy game. <laughs> like, totally <run> it <laughs> That's up. true. What are you talking about? He's a total run-it-up guy, and he was at Cincinnati, too. He's always been yeah. a run-it-up guy. Always been. You mean the Navy? You mean the Navy game this year, the thirty-four-six game? Yes. That like, wasn't really a run it. Up I thought game. he piled I mean, he on a couple. Extra, I thought he piled on some extra points at the end. I think they scored a touchdown. I, I, with like I, think, that was, I think I think Navy was just gassed. I mean, no, Navy couldn't stop anyone, even if they wanted to. That game that wasn't as much piling up as just Navy was dead. Maybe I was bitter because I had Navy, but you know, I was. I mean, I, when, when I was watching, that's what I saw. I just thought Navy just was gassed. I don't know. I, I think that Brian Kelly traditionally has run it up. You know, he ran it up at Cincinnati yeah. to get this job. He ran it up when he was at Central Mission. He runs it up here. I think on Wisconsin, he ran it up too, which is fine because they're a Big Ten team. I'll take it. But Notre Dame's definitely on my list of, you know, they're in my evil, evil, tri- evil tri- trio, you know, Notre Dame, Florida, and uh, Ohio State. Those are my three teams I hate the most. <laughs> <laughs> Well, probably... my, my, the team I hate the most is Penn State. So, but you've you've been to an Ohio State game, right? You, so you, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? It's it's miserable. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hate Ohio State though. I mean, I, I grew up in Pittsburgh. I hate Penn State. Yeah. I so. could see that. Pitt Pitt had some great teams back in the day. Great. Teams. Oh God, yeah. The Tony Dorsett teams when he back when yeah. he was Tony Dorsett, and then they that's had, right. And before he became Tony Dorsett. He was Tony Dorsett. Yeah, he got drafted by the Cowboys and he changed his name. Yeah. Someone called him that and he said, Oh, I like the way that sounds. So I just, he just changed it, changed the pronunciation. Those the damn Reno teams. Yeah. Anyways, what do yeah, you say? Fun. So, um, all right. Anything I will else? talk to you guys tomorrow. Hope, unless, unless Michigan gets destroyed, then I'll probably just. Have the handicapper flu or something. I just don't think that's going to happen. I just don't see it. Happening. I hope no, it I mean, does. I don't either. I, I think, really hope it does. Well, Sorry, well, we, guys. Well, we know. Well, we know. We know what Ohio State does to, against Michigan. What they, what, the way they've beaten them in recent years. So it's like if Jim Harbaugh can't figure this out, that they're going to run these crossing patterns on them, then he deserves to lose. But outside of yeah. that, they Ohio, Ohio State's defense. My guess is they're going to be on the field all freaking day. I mean. They can't stop anything. And these guys actually, for the first time, Michigan has a good offensive line, and they have a good defense. It's like they have a good pass defense. This is I'm normally the most anti-Michigan, anti-Harbaugh guy. I mean, you hear me. You've sat here with me you know, for 13 weeks. You know, But yeah. I, just, I don't think this is a good Ohio State team. I think this quarterback is overrated. I think everything is overrated. They have good wide receivers that get wide open, and this guy has had all day to throw because they haven't played a good team yet. They have the only time they played a good team, they feasted on them. They, there's, yeah. there's, they, if the game was, if that Oregon game would have gone another thing, it, the, Ohio State would have never gotten any closer. That touchdown oh, that the game I ended on, completely agree. You know, yeah. but I don't see how, I don't see how. Ohio State's defense, when you look at the body of work, you know, and you look at who they've played, you know, wow, you rung it up on Indiana. Congratulations. So did everybody else. So did everybody, you know. Yeah. Everybody did. But it's like, I just don't, I don't think that they've played a comparable schedule. 
They beat Michigan State 56-7. to they, Michigan State was coming off, of, coming off of a loss. They were already down. They beat Purdue. They're not a ranked team. They beat Nebraska at Nebraska by 9. They beat Penn State at home by 9. They're 18.5-point favorites in that game. They beat Indiana 54-7. to Congratulations. They beat Maryland 66-17. to <laughs> Everybody else, Iowa beat them by that. Rutgers 52-13. to Akron, Tulsa, and then the loss to Oregon. And then when you look at Michigan, they beat Nebraska as well. But, and they beat Wisconsin 38-17. The game that, the game that um, you know, Ohio State doesn't have on their schedule... And the game that, that they played against the Pac-12, they beat Washington 31-10. to They were only six-and-a-half-point favorites in that game. And they crushed yeah. them. They, they handled them. That Penn State game two weeks ago, that play to the tight end to win it, that's just not Harbaugh-like, you know? This, this could be their year. You take yeah. out that loss to Michigan State, this could have really been something for these guys. Well... All that matters is what happens, you know, in a couple hours. So. Yep. I like the Absolutely. De- I like, I mean, <laughs> Good luck, t- Joe. They took care of business. Good luck, Al. Northern, Northern, <laughs> they played the Northern Illinois, beat them 63 to 10. And even that Western Michigan opener where, you know, I gave Western Michigan a shot to beat them outright. You know, they crushed them. Oh, well. We'll see. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll lose. That's okay. <laughs> I, I've, I've never had Michigan before in this game, so. Well, not for a while. Actually, they did cover a few years ago, didn't they? I think the last time they covered might have been Tim Biakovituka or something. No, no, I think that was that might have been the last time they beat them. But I think they covered a few yeah. years ago. The game, like, um, it went to overtime. Remember, they got the oh, they got that, that was the what, the forty two thirty nine game. Yeah, oh, they got the horrible game. call on the. They gave them Urban Meyer went for it on for like he they they. They acted like they were going to kick the field goal. Urban Meyer was screaming on the sideline like the idiot that he is. And, like, um, they they didn't bring the field goal unit. They went for it on fourth down. Michigan stuffed them, and they gave them the first down anyway. Yeah. What was his name again, that quarterback? He didn't go on to do anything. I can't remember. can't remember his name either, but he played there for a long time. He was like a seven, eight-year veteran for the Buckeyes. Okay. All right. Well, I'll get, talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Enjoy the games, Al. This, this, okay. This, this is our day. <laughs> Al McMorty, ready for that Michigan Ohio State game. Of course, he JT Barrett was the quarterback of that game. He yeah. was he was he was short of the first down. I had I actually had Ohio State in that game. Oh, okay. And, um, he was short of the first down. They gave him the first down. Ohio State ended yep. up winning. Did not cover the spread in that game. Wow. That was Harbaugh's best chance so far. Yeah, I can't wait for this game today. I'm going to be glued to my TV. Well, we all will be. That's for sure. <laughs> Except for me, I'll be in the studio for the first half shooting NFL videos. But uh, let's see what else. Who else is here with us? We could bring in Jovan. Absolutely. Joe and I not agreeing on this Ohio State Michigan. That's for sure. (laughs) I'm not bending on it. She's not bending. She's not. She's holding on. Holding on. I'll sit here. Listen. Yes, they've had easiest schedule, but I think we've got a healthy team that is going to pull it together. And they hate Michigan. Michigan hates them. I think this is going to be a tough battle, but one the offense of um, Ohio State can get the win up. 
but their defense is so bad. And oh, I Michigan's, know. This is going to be a high scoring for, back and forth. Well, North Michigan's battle. defense is one of the top in the country, and they played a much tougher schedule. So that's really the, yeah. the oh. issues here. At least that's what I see. Jovan, welcome to the show. We're just battling it out here on Michigan, Ohio State. Joe's got the jersey on. Ohio State's in my trifecta of death, you know, my, my three teams I hate the most. <laughs> so you're never gonna, really going to hear kind words about them, Notre Dame, or Florida from me. Um, you know, the, uh, my other team, the fr- my fringe team, though, is Michigan that is also in that trifecta. Of, you know, they're just outside the trifecta of death. The only reason they're not in the trifecta is that at least they played us and – you know, even though even though they refused to come to Miami to play us, at least they played us. And you know, when we beat them, ah, their coach was so you know he had a heart attack on the sideline to really you know let us feel better about everything. You know, it's like, hey, down by fifteen, four and a half minutes left to play, and we had them right where we wanted them. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> Bo What about college basketball? I know they're in your trifecta of death in college basketball. Oh, absolutely, because they are just the most <laughs> overrated. Um, you know, there's always there's there seems to always be a lot of value betting against Michigan in college basketball. At least last year there was, and this year so far as well. Yeah, well, I mean that remains to be seen. I mean, uh, they took a couple losses already. So Arizona know. beat the crap out of them. Yeah, they beat the. You know, they don't they don't have they don't have a couple of the veteran guys that they had, you know, last year, which kept them afloat, you know, so they're kind of thin. What I didn't understand year, last year was that um, about last year's team was that this is the way the Michigan, you know, here, here's here's why I don't like these programs. OK, so Michigan, the reason why I don't like Michigan is that here's an athletic program that they have everything. They have everything. They have a booster base. They have money, more money than, than like most of the corporations in, in the world. That's how much money they have. Like, I mean, I, th- I think like some of these colleges, I don't think, I know that some of these colleges have more money than like IBM, like way more, you know. They have all that stuff. They have the top recruits every single year. They've done nothing with it. They act like they have, you know, like they're this elite program. You've got nothing to show for it. You've got half a national championship in the last 50 years, and it's like that half a national championship that you won in football over the last 50 years, trust me, if you played the team that won the other half, you wouldn't have that half. You would have gotten whooped because <laughs> Michigan had the chance before there, was, before there was the playoff, before there was any stuff, and Michigan's been to exactly zero playoffs. You know, Before there was that, Nebraska said to them, we'll play you. You don't have to go to the Rose Bowl. We'll play you. Oregon was 6-5 and five that year. And they went and played Oregon in the Rose Bowl, the Desmond Howard, right? That, that was the year. And they, 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 instead of playing Nebraska, meanwhile, that Tommy Frazier Nebraska team, they beat us in the Orange Bowl. And we had Zap, Ray Lewis that year. They beat us. You know, we were up in the fourth quarter. They came back on us with Zap and Ray Lewis and a whole host of other NFL stars. And um, the next year, they beat Florida 56-17 in the national championship. They won back-to-backers three out of four years. They would have crushed Michigan. And these guys act like, oh, you know, we're disappointed. We haven't. It's like, you've done nothing. You've had everything and did nothing with it. You got the one of the best stadiums in college football, best traditions. 
you have some of the best, you have great colors, you know, even the helmets, right? Got everything. Got everything. You get the benefit of the doubt. Even when you lose, they act like you won. All right. I digress. <laughs> what do you got going on? It's it's college football Saturday. It's rivalry week. What do you got today, right. Jovan? Yeah, we're going to go um check out the ACC real quick. Go to the Carrier Dome where Pitt's playing Syracuse. And I'm on Syracuse in this one. You know, Syracuse did five and six. You know, bowl eligible with a win. But it's been like this for the past couple weeks, and they lost on the road in both those games and both those spots. But, you know, maybe third time's a charm. You know, so one thing I, you know, I, I like a couple of things about Syracuse. You know, they got a top 30 defense, and they do it on all three levels. You know, defensive line, linebacker core, and the secondary. You know, and they could also run the ball. They're top 10 in the country and, you know, running the ball. You know, the main reason why I like them is because they cover the games. You know, the eight and three uh, gets a spread. You know, six and one in the last seven following a straight up loss, and five and zero oh against the spread in their last five home games. You know, now they're playing Pittsburgh. You know, they got a hell of a quarterback, Kenny Pickett. He just throws it, you know, all over the on lot. You know, but he might be stretched a, a little bit too thin. You know, they don't run the ball. They, they're not a running run team. So I think that in this game, they're going to need to, you know, at least put up some sort of representation of a run game. And I don't know if they're going to do that. You know, so, um, you know, with that said, oh, you know, in, the, in their last four meetings, um, the, it's been decided by 11 points, seven points twice, and three points. You know, and just, you know, with the home dog situation, I don't know if you could call these two teams rivals, maybe from their old Big East days, you know, but I would say that Syracuse and Boston College would be rivals, but eh, whatever. Um, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm rolling with, I'm with, with Syracuse. Joe Dino Babers probably on the hot seat here at Syracuse. My guess is he needs a win, and I don't even know if that's going to do it. Um, going to be a lot of head coaching vacancies. Who do yeah, you like absolutely. Lots of heads on the axe today. Um, you know what? I'm a little bit worried about Syracuse, just with what we've seen out of their defense in the last couple of games. I'm not going to take a side in this because I could see it going either way. If Syracuse can fix those holes on their defense um, and just stop Pittsburgh in some situations, I think they could keep this one tight. But I like the over in this one. I think um, what we're seeing out of both of these teams is Syracuse totally falls apart. Pittsburgh's going to run this up. They could get over this total themselves. They average 43.9 points per game. Um, and Syracuse has given up 41 points in each of their last games. So I'm loving the over in this. I'm going to stay away from a side because I would love to see Syracuse with a home win here. Awesome sign on uh, game day right now. It says, I don't speak to Ohio State graduates, but when I do, I ask for a large fries. Um, I, <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to start posting those Michigan ones. <laughs> uh, there's tons of both. Man, there's that's a good one, though. There's, there's tons of both. There's, there's, there's yeah. tons of both. But uh, I've, I've heard all the songs. I've heard all the stuff. I, I've lived in Ohio. But, um, you know, I just think that um, for me in this one, it's, it's either Syracuse money line or nothing. I think they're. I think they'll probably cover, no problem. But it's like I think they have a good shot on the money line here to beat them. P- 
Pitt is vulnerable. We saw them lose, you know, to Miami. We saw them lose, you know, it's they lost to who they lose to Western Michigan or something. It's like yeah, about it, seven. Yeah, it's not like they're unbeatable, and it's not like I think that this that Pickett is a good quarterback, but I think in a normal year he would not even be considered like one of the top quarterbacks in college football. It's kind of like the Jared Goff year, you know, when he came out, or the Mitch <laughs> Trubisky year where these guys come out and they're like elevated to this level simply because there's nobody else. But it's like, you're better off, you know, tanking it for three more years and getting Arch Manning, you know, when he comes out of Ole Miss or, you know, even though he hasn't said he's going to Ole Miss. He's going to Ole Miss. But, um, you know, like hold out for it. You know, it's like, it's, it's worth it, you know, because it's like, you'd be good for a while. But I, I just, I don't know. I think Syracuse has what it takes. I think in the Dome, and I think Pitt to me is kind of, eh. You know, they're vanilla. Nothing too exciting there. You know, they have a couple of really nice players, but outside of that, not a very good team. It's a down year for the ACC. Sure is. I've never heard you call a team vanilla before, Mitch, and I love it. Well, because they are, because there's just nothing. They are. They got no, there's nothing exciting about this team. And like they tried to make it with this quarterback pick it exciting, but he's not that good. It's not like he's threading the needle and throwing darts down the field. The Ohio State quarterback, I mean, he's got 10 hours to sit back there and do it, but at least he's throwing them down the field like that. And, you know, Stroud, um, you know, the Alabama quarterback as well, but not seeing this from, from this guy, you know, the things that would make him a great NFL QB. Like we knew that, that Allen was going to be a great QB at at Wyoming because the way that he just was like a pinball machine out there, you know, he'd get hit and like bounce off. He's pushing the defenders. So it's like throwing the ball with a guy hanging on his leg. I mean, you knew he was going to be tough and it's like, and then, you know, he would shake the guy off. Nobody there. He's got the ball when he's running down the field, you know, stiff arming guys. And this guy, he doesn't have that thing. He's kind of just this generic quarterback, more like a Rick Myrer type, you know, I don't know. She's Rick Meyer. Yeah, is not a compliment. No, not at all. I didn't think that's what that's where someone was going. I've been wrong before on quarterbacks. I didn't like the Patrick Mahomes draft pick, you know, but I also thought that you know Wentz, Trubisky, and um, Wentz, Trubisky, and Goff were all horrible picks. And I like I thought that Deshaun Watson should have been taken number one overall, but that's just me. I like the guys who win, you know. That's why I thought Mac Jones was a better pick than Trey Lance for the 49ers. I thought he would have been a better pick there. I like it's guys a good that place win. to start by winning. Yeah, the guys that know how to win. Knowing how to win is a good thing. And it looks like a miserable day in Michigan today. It's very, very cold. Mm. Might have to watch this one out by the pool. <laughs> just to feel warm, eh? It's, I'm freezing just looking at it. <laughs> it's, it's like eight, it was. It was. I was walking the dog last night. I was like, man, it feels chilly. My wife looked at her phone. It's seventy four degrees. It's like, wow. wow, a little chilly. <laughs> wow, when I was standing on a snow pile and couldn't feel my feet last night, I tell you that was cold. What do you got for sale today, Jovan? Uh, just my um, regular deal. Um, our Saturday shootout, all day rivalry nine pack. You know, nine plays, 
that I think you know the um that you you're gonna enjoy if you pick it up. No forty nine ninety nine. You know, I'm gonna um, look at a couple on um, basketball games that I had that I eyed. Make a decision on whether I'm gonna put that out as as um you know premium picks. But you know that's it. You know it's football all day, wall to wall. Wow, we do have a cold front coming in here. It's gonna be <laughs> high of eighty two on Monday. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> you got such a rough life in Hawaii. It's going to be, uh, it's gonna be pretty tough. Don't know what you're going to do with that weather. Light the fire. Yeah. Might as well get the, get, we got to get one of those pits going in the front yard. Yeah. Put the long johns on and yep. good to go. Make some, uh, <laughs> make a big pot of chili. Well, thanks, Joe, for joining us and uh, make it a winning day. We'll see you tomorrow for NFL Sunday, week 12 Absolutely. of NFL. Know it. Uh, Jovan Burks. He's had a great college football season. He's been on the leaderboard all season long. And then, Absolutely. Uh, he's killing it. Gal. Got yep. Who we got next? Ruffalo? I guess so. Yeah. Hopefully he brought the donuts today and he's gonna share. I can't see everybody. Let me see. Got Chris Ruffalo. Let's see what we got. It's hard to say I can't find Ruffalo, but uh, <laughs> no one's ever said that before. It's our hide-and-seek champion. <laughs> I definitely love Chris's last name. What a fun name Ruffalo is. Oh, yeah. it's. Yeah. I Ruffaloed something on the parent bus yesterday, just so you know. It asked a question. I said, I'd take a Ruffalo on that, and they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, oh, well, you haven't watched the shows. <laughs> It's now a common term in my uh, life. Well, it 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 grows on you. <laughs> Absolutely does. At first, I thought you guys are crazy, and now I completely understand it. Chris, welcome to the show. Um, you know, Chris has been doing uh, college basketball videos with me. It's like I decided I've gone to the divide and conquer on the videos. I finally have caved in a little bit. I've been doing all the videos at Pick Dogs, and it's like I think. Chris had been doing a good job on the hockey and the soccer videos, the two sports that I don't cover. And um, what we've done is we've moved Chris to the college basketball because there's so many games. And it's like, I don't want to, I want to do a ton of videos, but in order to do them, you know, in order to cover all of the good games, especially once conference play starts, you know, there's even with two of us, it's going to be a struggle, I believe. So it's like, so we've moved Chris to doing that. We're moving him out of soccer, which I know he loves doing, but Chris is going to be hosting our live soccer show on Saturdays and Sundays. Joe will be doing it on the weekdays, which is going to be interesting because she knows nothing about soccer. Absolutely nothing uh, at zero. all, you guys. So, it's going to be, so she's going to have fun. And, um, you know, it'll be Ashley and Gordon. They know a ton about soccer. So it'll be those two with Joe on the weekdays our so- on our soccer show. Chris will be hosting on the weekends. That show, I believe, is going to be 9 a.m. before this show. So, like, it'll be, a, I don't know how long the show is going to run. Well, Chris will be on it. So, it'll be, it's, it'll be, it's, it's scheduled for 15 to 30 minutes, but with Chris, probably run 45 minutes plus. Um, <laughs> the, you know, go on a filibuster about Lazio. Uh, the only reason we would go on a filibuster about Lazio is because we probably figured you'd be watching. Oh. So. Gordon, Gordon, he picked Lazio in the video yesterday. I was like, I gave him the stink eye. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, we so said we're, we, said, we said we're getting you a Lazio jersey with your name on it for Christmas. We're shuffling things around. I think one of the things that we really want to do is, you know, that we have on on tap, and it's like I'm just not sure how we're, how to fit it in. Is probably an afternoon hockey show of some kind, kind of after the goalie changes. I just don't know what time all that stuff happens when they announce, you know, who how, when we finally will know. Who the starting goalies are? There are some are. teams that don't till right before the game. Well, we're not going to have a show. We're not going to have a show that does no. that then. But we'll have a show for the later announcements, so you get, so we know the lineups and you know our better look at it in the afternoon. That would be the the tr- the trio of Canadians probably on that one with uh, the puck dogs and uh, Joe. That will be fun. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, yeah, we're looking at you, Gerard Gallant, not putting your goalie out till five minutes before puck drop. Yeah, we're looking at you. But if we have, yeah, like it's ridiculous. They do it on purpose. They're trying to ice the other team, not us. But come on, they know who they're playing yeah. the day before. <laughs> Give us a break. I think the only time we can really get an advantage on that is when you watch a team play on a back to back, because then you know it's not going to be one person. It's yeah. at least going to be the other option. What do you got cooking today, Chris? In the kitchen or on the fo- on the football field? Both. There's a couple different answers. Oh, <laughs> both. Oh, the, the kitchen. The kitchen. I could tell you, there's a lot of different pots on the stove right now. Chili. There's a pot roast. There's there's a lot going on here today. But uh, for 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 the gridiron, I'm looking at this Oregon State Oregon matchup, the Civil War, and you know. If we we were talking about it last week, sometimes that uh, you know Utah's just where you know playoff hopes go to die, and that was simply the case with Oregon last week as uh, the Ducks just you know fell flat against the Utes. And you know at home, I know that you know Oregon's going to be a popular pick, but we talked about it with Tony T on the drive through yesterday when we were talking to Rod about the the Apple Cup game. You know you're starting to see some of these um these newer fresh faces at quarterback in the Pac-12 come alive. You see Jaden Delora at Washington State. For me, I also like Chance Nolan at uh, Oregon State. I think this Oregon State team is going to be a team to watch over the next few seasons. And um, I think they have a chance to, uh, to to open some eyes today. You know, I'm just not overly enthused with Oregon's offense right now. Anthony Brown, not the, uh, the not my ideal quarterback. And, you know, I'd like Oregon's offense a lot better if they had the two-headed monster at uh, running back with Travis Dye and C.J. Verdell. But, unfortunately, Verdell's still out for the season with that leg injury. So, you know, I think Oregon State has a chance to make some plays and keep themselves in it and you know, potentially give themselves a chance to win it outright. And I do think they win this game. Outright. I'm taking Oregon State on the money line in this one. You know, I, I think that uh, Oregon's just left picking up the pieces and uh, picking up the pieces in a rivalry game to finish the year, probably not the spot they want to be in. Joe? This is going to be a battle. I'm really excited to watch this game. I think this game is going to be tighter than the number. So I'm with you on Oregon State. Not sure if I can jump on them on the money line. Would love to see the Ducks win. That's why. Um, but I think it's going to be a really t- tight game. Three-point game at the most. So give me Oregon State plus the points. I like Oregon State as well. I just think it looks a little on the square side, though. I think, you know, it's it, it's a public dog. And that I always have a little bit of a problem with here. And that's one thing that, you know, try and avoid the uh, stepping in it, as they say. But, um, you know, when you look at the alternative, it's not there. And I think the interesting thing is that this thing has a 3.30 Eastern time start. It's going to be raining. These teams hate each other's guts. There's going to be penalties that swing this game. Probably be a lot of offsetting penalties in this one, too. Um, You know, this is one of the rivalry games, the Civil War, one that they tried to stop the game and tried to not have the rivalry anymore. 
between Oregon and Oregon State because it 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 it, it does get out of hand. You know, it, it gets way out of hand, and um, that's the way we like it. But you know, unfortunately, there are people that don't like it. So um, I mean, I, I I think that they'll probably tame it down because I think everyone's expecting it. You know, so it's like the refs will be calling this one tight, tight, tight from from the start, trying to keep it under control. I think it'll be interesting to see if Miami plays Duke today. That game is at 1230. be interesting to see if Manny Diaz is fired immediately after the game or if they wait um, because if he is fired after the game, um, my guess is after this game, Mario Cristobal will step down as the coach of Oregon and take the Miami job. That's probably what's going to happen. It wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad pickup for for the Hurricanes, I don't think. Well, it's it it on it on it's he's he's a Hurricane, so it's yeah. like it, you know he played for Miami, he's coach, been assistant yeah. coach at Miami, he's from Miami, yeah. you know he's just this is you know he's he's the next coach of the Miami Hurricanes. I'd be shocked. If, I'd be shocked if he wasn't. I'd be absolutely shocked if he wasn't. But uh, we'd welcome him home with open arms. Been a winner everywhere he's been. National championship as a player. National championship as a coach at Alabama. What more do you want? Anyways, Chris, what are you selling today? Uh, for me, I have, a, I have a little bit of everything today, but uh, my, my biggest stuff, I got uh College football, I got my uh, Saturday touchdown seven-pack. I scoured the board, and these are the seven plays from, from noon till night that I absolutely love. So definitely check those out. I'm just in the process of finishing up my college basketball uh, pass for today. I was waiting for a couple lines to come out, but now they have. We're going to have that up as well. So definitely a couple pl- passes that you want to check out if you're just looking for today's action. But you know, we always mention it. This is the time to hop on long-term because all the sports are starting to bleed together, You know, starting to get the most bang for your buck with the uh, with all the sports that's going on, whether it's three days, seven days, 30, all the way up to a year, it's uh, some of your best value as well as the two-point capper deal or the season passes that are all up on the website. So make sure you go and check them out over at Pick Dogs Premium. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Absolutely. I'll try to remember the donuts this time. All right. <laughs> best of luck today, Chris. Enjoy the games. You guys too. Take care. Chris Ruffalo. We're just about a month away from Ruffalo Day. <laughs> do you think uh, he's gonna roofalo it again? On, do you think this is gonna be like a yearly tradition for Christmas him? Eve? I, we don't know who the game is gonna be yet, so I mean, it's possible that it'll pull the roofalo. <laughs> is Christmas on a Saturday this year? I think it um, is. I think it I is. I have to pull up my calendar here. We'll have our Christmas show. Christmas is on a Saturday. Yeah, we'll have our Christmas show. That'll be fun. That'll be festive. That'll be good times. I think I have a snow. Uh, I think I have a snow um, frame. I haven't used it in a long time. I'll have to find it. But um, the s- snow theme. Yeah, I have a like it snows on the set. Oh, nice. I have it. I have to find it. I have my Christmas lights. I got everything. I it looks have- like the flurries are starting starting here. It's already starting for you, Mitch. Ahead of the time. Not here. I know. 84 degrees, 72, you're getting cold. Well, it was 82. 
82. 82, sorry. But, um, <laughs> Let me get that right. Yeah. <laughs> My wife was like, we're walking the dog. She's like, just go home. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> man, it's freezing. It's freezing. <laughs> Anyways, we're bringing Rod. Got, uh, of course, Rod's with us on the morning show. Every day. Where is his name? There we go. I put everyone in order. There we go. Rod, welcome. Morning. Coming off of that tough one last night. I don't see the Zags hat anywhere in sight here. Um, after uh, after last night's game, but uh, it's a long it's a long it's a long season. After what I did yesterday, I I, I can take one loss. I went seven and two. I one loss as being the Zags. I can handle that. <laughs> I'm not going to dwell and point on one game that the I will. Zags lost. I will. Yeah, I know you will, but I won't. I will. <laughs> I went 7-2 and two on the day, and uh, it was a great day, and it's been a great month, so let's uh, continue getting winners. Let me get out here. Uh, one loss is not going to make or break me, that's for sure. <laughs> not in this day and age. Nope, not after you got seven winners to go behind that uh, one loss. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's your team. You know, that's the, that's the beauty of it. Anyways, who do you got? To, what do you got you going on? Tell me that's my team. What's uh, up? I really don't have a side in, in college hoops. I have no, uh, no. I'm not a. I'm not a one guy, one team. Uh, that's that's you telling me that I'm I'm on the Zags. Well, last year you said it was your team. You that they're the ones that are closest to you. No, I was on Illinois. Remember, right? I was on Illinois first, and then I, then I jumped off Illinois lost, and then I went to the Zags. Right. But then you said so, Gonzaga uh, was there was your no team. way that I was uh, on on uh, the Zags train all season long. They're not my team. I, I I think I even remember. We can probably go back and watch that video. Yeah, I think saying they, that we, I right. hated Zags because that's all I get to see on TV because they're always on TV. That's all they show here. I can tell you the only college basketball hoops that was on TV yesterday was the Zags game. That's all we get in Canada. So they're your team. That's all we get down here in this so end of the country is the Zags game and the Seattle Seahawks. So what you're trying to say is that they're your team? Is that what's going on? No. No. Oh, okay. They're about as much as your team as, uh, as uh, Michigan State is. Your, or Michigan's your team, right? They're your team? Is that your team? Or just today? Well, I don't <laughs> have a Michigan hat, and I don't you know, wear well, I don't know Michigan, Michigan hat either. anything or, you know. But uh, that doesn't mean just because you have a hat of a team, that doesn't mean they're your team. I don't know. Two days ago, you were saying they're the best team they had, and we are going to win. And they are better than last season. Okay. We'll see what happens in the tournament. One game is not going to. Teams are going to lose. Let's put it that way. No one's going undefeated, perfect season here this season in college hoops. Well, not after yesterday. (laughs) Anyways, uh, who do you got today? Today, for me, we're going to go with this college football hoops game. We're, looking, uh, we're going SMU versus Tulsa because I can't go my usual uh, Cougars. They won yesterday. Uh, they won the Apple Cup for a change. How about that one? That was a good one. <laughs> Total beatdown of Washington. They didn't even come close in that one. They didn't even get a sniff. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to look at this. We got Tulsa looking to make themselves bowl eligible here against uh, SMU. Uh, they've won two straight games. SMU one and three, their last four. But uh, they're at home in this game. Um they're going to come to play. I think this SMU defense uh, comes and shuts down Tulsa and their offense, um, causes them to make some mistakes. I think this David Davis Brin at QB, he's uh, he's already given up 14 interceptions on the season. I'm quite sure that the SMU can force him into making some more mistakes in this one. 
Uh, I'm going to lay the minus six and a half with uh, SMU. I think they can easily get a touchdown win. You look at SMU, they're perfect at, at home on the season. 5-0, 5-0 against the number. Uh, SMU, 6-0 ATS, their last six at home. Um, so that's including going back to last season. This is also a revenge game. Uh, Tulsa beat uh, SMU 28-24 the last time these two teams met. You look at Tulsa, they're 1-6 ATS, their last seven after scoring 40 points in a previous game. Getting SMU to stay perfect at home over Tulsa in this one. Joe? Yeah, I'm with you, Rod. I think SMU runs away with this one. I'm also looking for a higher scoring game because I think Tulsa can get the points on the board as well. So give me the over and give me SMU minus the points. Tulsa's got a lot to play for here. They need this one to go to a bowl game. They certainly have been in against everybody. And it's like, I have to give them a puncher's chance here. SMU hasn't looked at their be- hasn't looked their best. I know it's senior day for them, um, but... Tulsa five and six needs a win. They're not going to get, you know, if, if they need to get five win teams into you know, the balls, cause they don't have enough teams. Tulsa is not going to be one of those teams that makes it. Um, they haven't, they haven't fared all that well against the big boys, but they played Cincinnati fairly tough 28, 20. They also played Ohio state really tough too. And that one was in Columbus. I think uh, Tulsa has got a puncher's chance here. I'll take my shot with the hurricanes on the money line. They also played Oklahoma State. I mean, these guys have been in against everybody. Uh, something to be said about that. I like well, the it's a payout on the money line, Mitch. I like that. Probably. I think SMU should, but on that money line, it's got to be what plus two forty. Something. I don't know. Definitely not even plus. Not even two times your money. No. Just losing bet there. Take SMU. You just jumped trading, so you, now you're on Tulsa? Nice. No, I'm not, but I really oh, like value you, on that. Then why did you agree? Yay! I, I didn't agree. I said I oh, still yeah. think SMU takes this, but I would be interested in what Tulsa is on the money line because I could see them coming out and pulling that out. That's why I do like the over as well in this because I don't think it's a given for SMU, even though I think they should. They, they can't outscore SMU. That's the problem here. I like the over. I, I agree with you. We're going to hit a higher scoring game. Tulsa just can't outscore SMU. That's what this game comes down to. So. SMU's offense is better than Tulsa. Hands down. Tulsa's been in against those some some tough companies. Oh, I know. You know. But your quarterback loves to throw interceptions. So, uh, terrible. Terrible. Uh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. But it's like college football, a little different. Fred will throw it away and uh, give SMU the win. <laughs> I don't know. I don't trust him enough to uh, put my money on Tulsa. It's just a value play. Yeah, it's. All right. Well, what are you selling today? If, if, coming... if anything, if anything, it's a three-point game. So your your value would be the taking the points, not the money line in that one. But give me a second. I I, don't so, know, I I can bet my money. Oh, you can bet whatever you desire. <laughs> What do, you, what do you like today, Rod? What do you got for sale? And for me, today we got a big pack of everything. I've got a five-pack of college football. I've got a three-pack of college hoops, and I've got a three-pack of hockey. We're off a nice seven-and-two uh, day yesterday, up over 1,900 units the last month. So uh, jump aboard. You find it all over at Pick Dogs Premium, whatever sports you like. Or you can get it all together in one big giant package. So uh, jump on over and roll it along and make it money. All right, Rod on the heater. We'll see Rod in just a moment on the premium and VIP shows.
Well, Joe, just one more guest left to go. As uh, it, I could, I think you could make a case. I think you know SMU clearly the yeah. better team there. I mean, that's not really it. But the thing is, is that um, you know Tulsa they need it. You know, they absolutely, absolutely need, they it. need it. And it's like it's not like SMU is this world beater. It's not. They're not like no. you know. They're not no, Alabama or something, yeah. you know, or Georgia. It's like SMU. It's like they, yeah. you know, it's like they throw a ball. And it's like so. It's plus one ninety five on on the money line. So two hundred fifty okay. bucks pays um, four eighty seven. So for me in that situation, I'd like to take Tulsa on the money line and then find another dog that I think has a chance where it's not like completely a Michigan? given that they come out. No, Michigan. <laughs> 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 Duke <laughs> against Miami, 21. I would take that. Right? I don't know. Find something else like that where you're pretty sure the other team's going to win, but there's value taking that dog because the teams they have played and what they have done and the other team just not being like an Alabama kind of team. Um, no easy win for SMU today, even though I think they get it, but it's not going to be easy. All right. Well, let's see if we can bring Brian in. We got to get rolling. Awesome. But uh, I know Brian was the only one of our handicappers. I didn't have a play on the game, but Brian was the only handicapper that had a pick on. That was the only handicapper that took Duke yesterday. On our out of all of our cappers, several cappers had plays on the games, but Brian was the only one who uh, took Duke, and uh, he did not have him on the money line because he he doesn't do that. He's a little too wimpy to do that. But that's besides the point. He still got the winner with the points, which. It's still better than everybody else did. Brian, welcome. Uh, I got to admit that I thought it was the worst play on my card, and I was worried about it when I saw it go to plus nine. But, you know, I was on Gonzaga against UCLA. I just felt like uh, this was a, a game Duke was just going to go all out to win. I didn't think that they would win. I, I was hoping for a cover there. I think what we've seen in college hoops in these tournaments, you know, and I'm not saying in the regular season games, which where we've already seen a ton of upsets too, um, big upsets in, in the regular season. But in these tournaments, we saw what we see in March. The great coaches um, get it done. You know, they know how to get it done. Even against, even when they're outmanned, in college hoops, you can create a strategy and create a game plan. If your guys hit a couple shots for you, it can happen. You know, and uh, that's what makes college basketball that sport that, you know, people quit betting over. You know, that's what I, it is. I know you were busy with videos yesterday, but I thought a real... Superb, superb college basketball game, the Penn State LSU game. I was a little worried when it went to overtime, but you could see Penn State is a competing Big Ten team, and you know, I could see them making a push maybe for the It tournament. was surprising to me because, like, I didn't have a premium play, but I did give it out on the premium pick show, so I didn't have, like, one of my on-site premium picks on, on um, LSU. But I just thought they were going to be too athletic because Penn State had lost so many players to the portal. You know, their athletes are just tremendous on Alice. You just watching them. Yeah, but Penn State lost like their top guys all went in the portal and are all on other teams. So it was like when you have to rebuild like that, you're not really sure what you're going to get. So maybe they've ended up better on the other side. It happens. You know, sometimes you end up better off without these guys. These were the guys that were weighing you down. Like Arizona State, as bad as they, you know, not as bad. They didn't even look that bad, but they lost, you know, all their games in that tournament, but they were competitive in most of them. And, they were way better than they were last year, you know, considering all their players transferred out and, um, you know, just a different style of team. Some of these other teams that we see, you know, um, you know, with the transfers and the coaching changes, you know, who knows? You 
know, but I better uh, end my filibuster and get to my picks since it's almost 12 o'clock. All right, well, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, for me, one of the biggest rivalries in the college football, Florida and Florida State, I look forward to this game every single year, you know, along with Michigan and uh, Ohio State. I think both teams need a win here uh, to be bowl eligible. Florida is off a shocking loss to Missouri as a nine and a half point favorite. Florida State has been the hotter team down the stretch, winning uh, two straight, but they are a very bad uh, covering core team. Uh, they're just two and nine against the spread the last 11 non-conference games and just four, 10 and one last 15 on the road. Uh, the favorite in this series has dominated going 16 and four against the spread last 20 meetings between these two teams. I just think uh, Florida is the better team. They, they haven't played like it this season as far as their record goes, but I think they dominate the Seminoles today. I'm going to take Florida and lay the points. Joe. I think we're going to have just a hard-fought battle in this one. I'm liking the under. When we look at Florida State, seven of their last 10 have hit that under, and three of their last four road games. Um, I really think this is going to be a solid under here, and I'm wondering what how uh, Florida is going to come out uh, without head coach Dan Mullen, who was fired. Um, Greg Knox, interim head coach. Um, how do you guys think they will perform under him? Interested. Maybe a little bit of a relief, maybe, that the— Man, maybe, maybe they'll play better. You never know. It's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. Well, he's definitely, you know, he comes from the Mullen line of coaching. So you're going to see a lot yeah. of the same that you've seen from Florida, which mm-hmm. is underachieving, underperforming, and just some sad-ass play that lost to Missouri. Oh, Seminoles have under, they underperformed. Ga- they gave up 56 points against Samford. 56 against, against Sam- them. Samford. Yeah. Not Stanford. Samford. Yeah, Samford. Two weeks ago. Joe, who do you like here? She's I'm going to stick with that under. I'm going with Florida State in this one. Money line. They're just the hotter team right now. They can't seem to have drawn a line in the sand. We saw glimpses of what Florida State could do early in the season in that in that opener against Notre Dame. And then they kind of fell off the map. They lost to Jacksonville State. And then they lost some other games. They lost badly. Um, in, in games that I know the, the Sharps gave them a chance at against like Wake Forest and stuff where they were clearly overmatched. But over the course of the season, what we've seen from Florida State is that these guys are so damn fast. Both these teams are so much faster than all the, most of the other teams in the country. Um, that's a, you know, and that's the whole thing is that when Miami, Florida, and Florida State, where none of these teams are ranked, it's, re, it's, it's, un, it's unforgivable because you'll see, you know, these three teams will have more players in the NFL than everybody else over the next, you know, 10 years because that's what they do because the players are so much faster than all of these other programs. So I think that Florida State, what they're able to do, they've been able to, to finally get the guys on their team that can, that can move the ball, and mostly it's the quarterback. And I think he's going to cause fits for this Gator team that just really can't do anything. Um, I like Florida State in this one. I think they win at Moneyline. I think they're playing better football right now. They beat Miami. They beat Florida. You win the state of Florida, man. Hats Who hasn't off. beat Congra- Miami? Congratulations. You know? Well, Pitt didn't. I'm just a mess with it. Your NC State didn't. Well, yeah, Miami's not bad. I'm just. Well, I'm the, just I mean, their coach but is Florida getting, also their coach is getting fired. One of the you know? most or, talented teams in the nation. They hung with Alabama, almost beat them. Yeah, and, they lost the other, and then they gave a 56 to Sanford. They lost at Missouri. They lost they to, to Kentucky. They lost bad against Georgia in their rivalry game. Their coach, they they were so good this year. They Their coach had just signed an extension, 
That's $65 million guaranteed in dead money they were willing to take the hit on. That's how bad it was. Ron Romanelli, who will be back with us tomorrow, um, you know, was like, well, no one cares about football anymore, so nothing's going to happen. It's like, that's the problem. When in Gainesville, you don't care about football, someone's getting fired. And, you know, I'm telling you, you, unless there's like a serious problem there, you don't eat that kind of money. But I, I like Florida State here. I just, you know, this is this game, it's, it's, it's a sad year for college football that none of the big three Florida schools are ranked. It's probably the first time it's ever happened in the last 50 years. Yeah, this isn't a big wager for me today. I just, I, I, it's a coin. Hard. It's a coin flip game. I mean, Florida has Florida has better better athletes this year, but Florida State's playing better coming in, and I think they need they both need it for a bowl, right? So they both do. Yeah, the winner should go to a bowl. So. I think if Florida loses, they probably still go to a bowl if they if they if there's nah, an not a five at seven. If there's an opening, <laughs> Florida and Texas will probably both go to bowls. It's snowing now in Ann Arbor um, for this Michigan game. But uh, what do you got for sale today? All right, off a of four and one day yesterday, I'm going to try to keep the winning going. I've been, uh, me and Rod, a lot of the guys tearing it up uh, consistently winning. I got my college football three-pack. One of those games is early, so you got to hurry up to get that. $40 at pickdogs.com. Or you wait later in the evening, I got my non-conference college football game of the month for 30 bucks. Or my NBA president's choice, where I'm on an 18 and 8, 66% NBA run. So check it all out at pickdogs.com. All right. Well, Brian, thanks for joining us as always. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Joe, always a pleasure. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow for NFL Sunday. Of course, triple half times as well. And uh, VIP show, our premium show on the way, followed by the VIP. This is Mitch. Have a great day. Going to try and act more professional for the NFL show tomorrow. Promise. <laughs>